0: Isaiah chapter 37, beginning at verse 14. And Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up into the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed unto the Lord, saying, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, that dwelleth between the cherubim's, Thou art the God, even Thou alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. Thou hast made heaven and earth. Incline Thine ear, O Lord, and hear. Open Thine eyes, O Lord, and see. And hear all the words of Sennacherib, which has sent to reproach the living God. Of a truth, Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste all the nations and their countries, and have cast their gods into the fire. For they were no gods but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they have, been, they have destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord, our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that Thou art the Lord, even Thou only. Father, I pray Your blessings upon the reading of Your Word today. Anoint me as Your servant, and Lord, meet the needs of this congregation, and we'll give You the praise for everything You do. We ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, just look around at a neighbor... And say, I don't think I've ever seen you looking any better than I do today. Even if it's husband or wife, go ahead. Amen. I want to bring a message today, the Lord has laid on my heart. And I want to ask you or make a statement for the title of the message What to do when trouble comes what to do when trouble comes. Now, you'll note in this statement, I didn't say if trouble comes because trouble will come our way at some point or another. At some time, we'll have some trouble. The Bible said in, in the book of Job 14.1 that man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. There's going to be, it would be great. It would be outstanding. It would be wonderful if when we got saved, we never had any more troubles, any more difficulties. Wouldn't that be great? But it doesn't work that way. We're going to have troubles. Troubles are going to come our way. But I want to look in these scriptures today, and I'm going to give you some... Points that Isaiah or that uh, Isaiah shared that Hezekiah did when trouble did come. And the Bible said in the book of Psalms 34 19, and I love this verse, it said, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. You say, Well, preacher, how can you love that verse when you say, Many are the afflictions of the righteous? Well, let's read the rest of it. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Hallelujah. Not just a few of them, not just every every once in a while, not just uh, some of them, but he said he delivers them out of them all. Trouble comes to you and me. It comes in a multiplicity of ways. We, we sometimes maybe have trouble by a, a phone call in the wee hours of the morning. Or maybe at some point, there's a very somber-faced, solemn messenger that brings a message and rings your doorbell. Trouble may come in that way. Trouble may come with a bad diagnosis from a doctor. Trouble may come from a note in your pay envelope. Trouble may come in various ways, a prognosis of a disease that is not very good. And all of these things, we can't control This trouble that comes our way. But thank God this we can do something about it. We've got a God that said I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll go with you all the way. Even until the end of the age. So trouble that comes our way. Can make us sweet or sour. Trouble that comes our way can make us bitter or better. I want to be sweet and better, don't you? Amen. So when trouble comes our way, I know one that can help me with this, and the Bible teaches us this. Shenacharib had sent a letter to Hezekiah saying that the Assyrians had already defeated many of the cities in Judah said, now we're coming to defeat the city of Jerusalem. And Sennacherib sent this letter belittling the God of Israel, making fun of the king and and saying all kind of hurtful, harmful things. And trouble was coming, but Hezekiah had a plan. Hezekiah had a plan that he was going to follow. I've got an app on my phone, a weather app on my phone. Probably many of you have it on your phone too. And when I opened that weather map, weather app, there's a man by the name of James Spann that's pointing a finger at me and said, Do you have a plan? Do you have a plan? And many of us here in this room today if there's a threat of bad weather, severe weather, tornadoes and things like this, we tune in to 3340 and hear Span the Man because we trust him to give us the help that we need. How many times have I heard him say, how many times have you heard him say, don't wait till you hear the warning to make your plans to find your safe place. Practice going into your safe place with your family before the warning takes place. Before the warning is sounded, practice going into your safe place. If it is important for us to take care of us physically, How much more important is it for us to take care of our spiritual (laughs) well-being? Hallelujah. So we need a plan. We need a plan. And I'm going to share with you today the plan that Hezekiah had. And you and I can use that same plan. You say, preacher, how can we use it? Well, the wise man Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. Hezekiah had problems, you have problems, I have problems. And Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes, so he'll take care of us. Number one, when Hezekiah got the message from Sennacherib of the trouble that was coming, he went to the house of the Lord. Number one, When trouble comes your way, go into the house of the Lord. Many times trouble comes to people, and instead of coming to the house of God, they run away. They go away from God's house. But church, I'm here to say today, there's no better place uh, than you can find a solution to your problems. Uh, You can find help for your trouble. Uh, You can find strength for your weakness at an old-fashioned altar of prayer in the house of God. Hallelujah. So Sennacherib went into the house of the Lord. There's no better place. A bar room won't solve those problems for you. A bottle won't solve those problems for you. Pills won't solve those problems for you. A psychiatrist's couch won't solve those problems for you. But at an old-fashioned altar where you can get in touch with the King of kings and the Lord of lords, uh, he can meet your need and help you With your difficulties. Come into the house of the Lord. I love what David said. The psalmist said in Psalms 122. I was glad when they said unto me. Let's go into the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said let's go. It's not a burden. It's not a difficulty. It's not a hardship. But I was glad when they said, let's go into the house to the Lord. Are you glad to be here today? Amen. Amen. To be in God's presence. To be in His presence. That's the thing about it. Not to see me, not to hear me, not for the music, but, but for to be in God's presence. I was glad. And David also said, but it's for, I'll paraphrase this, but it's for me, my feet had almost slipped. My feet had nearly slipped. Psalm 73 and 2. But he said, he goes on to say, but then I began to think about this, and then I understood after I went into the sanctuary of God. You know, there are many times we'll be walking through this world and our feet will nearly slip. Because of the problems, the difficulty, the heartaches. But when we get in God's house, he can give us an answer to it all. He can let us understand what it's all about. The psalmist said, those that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. And then Psalm 69 and 9, I love this. He said, the zeal of the house of the Lord has eaten me up. There was a person one time, and they said this in a derogatory way. They said, Mark, you just eat up with that church thing, aren't you? I said, well, yes, I am. Psalm sixty ninety nine said, the zeal of the house of the Lord has just eaten me up. So we can find help when we come into the house of the Lord. Second thing Hezekiah did... He sought the Lord immediately, immediately. He didn't wait. He didn't consult with military advisors. He didn't go and communicate with the reigning monarchs of of the other countries that the Assyrians had defeated. He didn't talk with his military advisors All of these resources were secondary. The first thing he did was seek the Lord immediately. And that's what you and I need to do. When trouble comes, uh, we need to seek the Lord immediately. And if you don't hear anything else that this preacher says this morning, I want you to hear this. You will not delay your victory by taking time to seek the Lord hallelujah that's worth saying again you will not delay your victory by taking time to seek the Lord seek the Lord immediately that's what Hezekiah did and he called upon the name of the Lord The third thing Hezekiah did, the Bible said in these scriptures that when he got the letter, he went into the house of the Lord, verse 14, and he spread it before the Lord. He just spread it out before the Lord. Now I know, and you know, God knows exactly what we need. Before we ask. He understands the needs of our heart. He understands the difficulty we're going through. He understands because he can see the future. And we can't. But this plan that Hezekiah said. He laid out this problem before the Lord. He just laid it out there. You and I need to come to an altar of prayer and just lay it out before the Lord. Lord, you know the difficulty that I'm going through. You understand the trouble that I'm having in my family. You understand the trouble that I'm having on my job. You understand the pain that I'm going through from the physical disability God, you understand all of that, but I'm just laying it out here on the altar for you, and I want you to meet my need. I want to lay it out here and just open myself up to you and allow you to help me and to meet my need. We must not only be willing to seek the Lord's counsel, but we must also be willing to accept His answer. So many times we've already got it worked out. We say, Well, I know what my problem is. I know what I need to do about this. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to uh, go this route. And I'm going to walk this way. And we've got it all charted out. And then all of a sudden we get on our knees and say, Lord, I want you to ratify what I've already worked out. I want you to approve what I've already worked out. But we shouldn't do it that way. We should place ourselves into the hands of God. We should place ourselves... Into his hands. Because Isaiah said his ways are so much higher than our ways. His thoughts are so much above our thoughts. Uh, we don't know what we need to do. We need to just lay it out before the Lord. And allow him to meet our needs. Hallelujah. Well go ahead and praise him. Don't just pat a cake. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's worthy of this praise. He's worthy of the praise. So Hezekiah went into the house of the Lord, number one. He sought the Lord immediately, number two. Number three, he just laid it out before the Lord. And then I want to share with you one other thing that he did. And Olivia can come and get us some music. Before I go into this last one, the last point of the plan that Hezekiah had. He laid out the problem before the Lord, and then he prayed about it. He prayed about it. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with now I lay me down to sleep. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with Lord, bless this food. But he's talking about here praying, really praying. Like James said in James 5:16, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The fervent prayer, the hot burning prayer, the prayer that gets your soul on fire when you get in your prayer closet, And you begin to talk to God. And the prayer goes above the ceiling. It goes beyond the clouds of doubt and despair. And that prayer goes uh, on to the very throne room of God. Hallelujah. That's what he's talking about. Pray a fervent prayer. He prayed fervently to the Lord and the Bible said God answered this prayer. Church, I'm saying today we need to pray a fervent prayer and pray till we pray through. Hallelujah. And touch the very throne of God. It doesn't matter if it's a minute. It doesn't matter if it's ten minutes. It doesn't matter if it's an hour. We need to pray till we pray through and get in touch with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray until we pray through. So that was Hezekiah's plan. Trouble was coming. Impending trouble on the horizon. But he went into the house of the Lord. He sought the Lord immediately. He laid it all out before God. And he prayed about it and you and I can do the same thing today. We can follow the same plan when trouble comes our way. God answered this prayer in 2 Kings 19 and 35. Listen what the Bible said. And it came to pass on a certain night that the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp of the Assyrians One hundred and eighty-five thousand. And when the people arose early in the morning, there were the corpses all dead. You see, the problems that you have that are real, the problems that are real, the problems that are tormenting you, the problems that are alive, And coming against you. If we'll follow these steps that Hezekiah did. God can cause those problems to become dead situations also. He can work it out for us. He can work it out for you. If we'll come to him. And offer him. Ourself. Say Lord I need your help. I need your help. This is what we need to do. And I trust that today these things have been a blessing to you and a help to you. I've shared with you what God laid on my heart. And that's all I can do. It's up to you and the Lord now. But I've shared with you what he gave me. Would you stand with us in this congregation? As the music plays, you may be here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You may say, Well, preacher, I've got some financial problems I'm dealing with. I've got some problems on my job I'm dealing with. I've got some problems in my home. My friend, if you're not saved today, The greatest problem you have is a sin problem. Say, preacher, don't get too blunt now. I'm just telling you what the Word of God says. We need to come to an altar of prayer. Jesus loves you. God loves you. Jesus died for you. Shed His blood on the cross of Calvary that you might be saved. By repenting of our sins, turning away from that sinful lifestyle, accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, he'll write our names down in the Lamb's book of life. Because the Bible said, whosoever will, whosoever will, let him come and take of the water of life freely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you call on the name of the Lord, he said, you shall be saved. So, If you're not saved today, this invitation is for you. If you are a Christian today and you're carrying a load, you're carrying a problem, you're carrying a difficulty, God wants to help you with that. There's an old song that I love in the Redback Church hymnal, number 313. It said, though troubles overtake me along life's weary road, I have somebody with me to help me carry this load. I have somebody with me. I have somebody with me. You know who that somebody is? Let me hear his name this morning. Jesus. Jesus is his name. And if you're carrying a load today, this invitation is for you. If you need to pray around these altars, they're open for you as the music plays, as they sing this morning. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Run to the Father, fall into grace. I'm done.